Welcome to this week's edition of Poet Kind Podcast. This is episode four of season two, and if I were going to name this particular episode, it would be called I Need More Wine. Today I'm going to be talking with my friend Lanny Stabile. We have tried two different times to record an interview, and I've never had more gremlins in the machine than I have had when we were chatting, not just the first time, but the second time as well. Our episode today is a feat of amateur podcast gymnastics, and I have pieced together no less than 12 different segments from two different interviews to create what I hope is a wonderful conversation with a really great poet. So without further comment, and to avoid any other techno trickery, Let's get going. Today on the podcast, I am really excited to welcome Lanny Stabile. Now, Lanny is a poet. She's lots of things, but I know her because we're acquainted through Baron Magazine. We're both part of the masthead. That's where I officially met her. And then we kind of started to have a conversation and she shared some of her work with me and I thought it was just outstanding. So I wanted to invite her on and here she is. Welcome, Lanny. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I am so delighted to get a chance to sit down and talk with you. Now I'm going to give just a, just a scooch of a backstory. I talked with Lanny a couple weeks ago and we tried to record a podcast, <laughs> but it just didn't go off so well. <laughs> so we're, we're doing a little redo and we're just hoping this goes a whole lot better. So I, I first, I guess, want to thank you very much for your patience and your willingness to come back and reconnect and uh, record with us today. I feel like an old hat at it now. <laughs> well, you had said that was your first interview, right? That was my first audio interview or let's say in-person interview. Um, but I have actually been uh, been interviewed on paper before or via email. Okay. Well, I have to be honest, whatever could have gone wrong did go wrong. So you got the worst interview ever for audio. And now that that's out of the way, any other interview you ever do from here on out will just be like pie. So <laughs> <laughs> I won't say I'm glad I got the dubious honor of being the first one to give you the worst interview ever, but I am grateful that you're back. Absolutely. So I'm going to start by asking you to tell us a little bit about your writing journey, how you came to writing. Um, I know writing isn't what you do for your day job. So I want you to talk a little bit about that and just how it all fits together. Well, I guess writing started in sixth grade when we had a, a poetry unit and we all had to write some poetry and I wrote about a, a lion and it was called Long Live the King. And for whatever reason, I don't really remember much about it, but everyone in the class was smitten by this poem. And I thought to myself, huh, there might be something to this. And so I started writing a little It had a specific rhyme scheme uh, and there were four lines, um, five stanzas each in every single poem that I wrote from there. And after a while I started experimenting. Um, and, you know, as you do, as you grow and as you have experiences, those go into your work, of course. 
Um, you mentioned that I don't write for a living. I'm actually an accountant, which is, <laughs> I know, <laughs> um, it's, it's way off course from writing. And I like to think of myself as right down the center of right brain, left brain. Um, and it's really nice to be able to have that creative side and that analytical side in an everyday life. Like if I have to make a decision, then I can see both sides. Absolutely. And yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I might eight day or eight hours a day go and have to work with numbers, but then I come home and I get to work with words and it's fantastic. That's great. It's an, it's an interesting dichotomy for whatever reason, the creative personality tends to have a stigma that if you're creative, it's being logical is a struggle. And I've never experienced that personally. You know, I, I mean, I crack jokes, get a little flaky and blame it on being an artist, but the crux of it is, I think that it's a great combination to have both sides of that because it gives you, um, I think there's a freedom there for not to compartmentalize, but to, to function well. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. And thank you. So, yeah, I just, I think that's fun. Now you, you're very active in the poetry community in your area. And um, I know you have an event coming up and I wanted to make sure that we, we talked about that so that people can get that on their calendars if they live out in your neck of the woods. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to be the featured poet for Ann Arbor Poetry on April 7th, which is a Sunday, at the Espresso Royale in Ann Arbor. And I'm really excited. This was my first, my first feature. That's great. Um, now you, you've done some, you've done some speaking in the past though, haven't you? You've done spoken word before. Yes, yes. I have done open mic events. Um, I've also done, I'd say, small features at Ann Arbor Pride um, the last okay. two summers um, with Jason Crawford. Okay. My, my, friend, my friend Jason Crawford. Uh, he's asked me to join him the last couple of years, but he's actually been the feature for that. <laughs> and I've just been um, kind of a secondary poet. Okay. So you're stepping up and you're going to be the feature poet. That's pretty exciting. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Moving on up. <laughs> Moving on up. Yeah. Now you mentioned Jason Crawford. I had a conversation with him for our first episode of uh, Poet Kind this season. He was the feature reader. He mentioned that you guys make up a couple members of a, of a very important team of writers. And I'm wondering if you could tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, yeah, we are called the Mighty Morphin Poet Rangers. And right now, they're, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, I forget how it started, but I'm pretty sure that I created it. I think it was just a joke. And we were like, yes, that's it. Um, and there, there are six of us right now. Um, it's, uh, it's such a ragtag group. 
but everyone is such a phenomenal writer. Um, we also have some artists and a rapper and um, actually uh, one of them is the MC of Ann Arbor Poetry. We got him in the group. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Now, are the, what do you guys do? I mean, are, do you actively perform together or is this more of a, a way to get, to force yourself to continue writing or what, what, what's kind of the premise behind the group? Right now, because it's so fledgling, it's more accountability um, in a support group, but we are looking toward um, doing doing features and possibly uh, touring and and things like that for sure. Okay. Well, that's that, I think that's one. It's great fun, but two, it's so important to have have a group where you can have community and develop and grow together. I think that's fantastic. Now, one of the things I mentioned at the beginning is I got to see some of your poetry uh, just out of curiosity. I'd asked you about it. And just really, you have such a grasp on the language. And I was so taken with your poetry that I went ahead and invited you to come on the podcast. And I'm wondering, would you be, could you be coerced into reading? Coerced, huh? Coerced. Yes, I got your arm behind your back. I would like to see your best attempt at coercion. (laughs) It's really not very effective. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Great. Well, you know, if you have something picked out, um, feel free to go ahead when you're ready. Yeah, I just had a poem published in Cauldron Anthology that I'd like to read. Great. This is called Governing the Bodies of Gods, which was just published today in Cauldron Anthology in their Time's Up issue, issue seven. Governing the Bodies of Gods. I am not good at having a body I have too many limbs and too much mind that gets in the way. Gods prefer me unprotected. Storms grow thick beneath my arms. Gods tell me to shave my thunder, that I'll collect stardust. Stardust is a black hole, but they forget how the universe was made. I have not forgotten how the universe was gathered between river thighs flowing to a mouth of silt. Gods tell me their tongues would not wish to wash there, but I have been rinsing my own hands for years. Gods tell me I cannot put pebbles in my body. Gods tell me it does not matter if the pebbles peel skies and clouds from a hungry earth so that I can leave pain far below me. Gods still protest pink stones who shatter their bodies for mine. Gods tell me, removing the moon is the dance of monsters. I try to explain eclipses dissolve a life I cannot live with. Gods are blind with omniscience. I am not good at having a body. It does not align with the religion of gods who tell me 
their images are not like mine, but enough like mine that their rocks formed my canyon, but they forget how the canyons were truly made. I have not forgotten how the tears of God's running cut into themselves until they were weakened, forced to submit to granite wombs. Gods tell me, pinning my branches to a bed of dead leaves and fucking the pyre is a rite of passage. Gods tell me, my body does not belong to me. Gods tell me, my body is theirs. I am not good at having a body. I think maybe that is because I am a God. And this explains the mountains I carry on my chest, the history tattooed in viscera along my cavern walls, the village I could breathe into existence given a year of lungs. This angers gods who tell me, stop telling me about my body. I am your God now. Did we get it? We got it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so nervous. Yay, I was holding my breath. It's like, okay. Um, And for those who are listening, you need to know that Lanny and I have had remarkable issues with recording. So it's done in several segments. So I was holding my breath the whole time. (laughs) Wonderfully done, though. There is nothing like the power of a poet's voice. I love this piece. There, there is so much power in it, Lanny. And um, your imagery, the things that you choose, you know, words like tattooed on the viscera, that just, that just brings those words to life, at least for me. So thank you very much for sharing it. Thank you for loving it. <laughs> this is actually yeah. one of my favorites. So it's, it's why well, I... Yeah, it's no surprise that it's been accepted elsewhere. And, and uh, I imagine somewhere down the road, you're going to publish some poetry in your own book, don't you think? Which will also lead me to another question. But I want to know if you're going to be publishing a book of poetry anytime soon. I would hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm certainly working on it. Yeah, I, I know you have a chat book in the works. So I'm, I'm, anxiously awaiting that so I hope that comes down the pike soon yeah Uh, I do go ahead Uh, I do I have um I have one that is seeking publish uh publishing and um, that's kind of about the uh about men and their them taking possession of women or trying to take possession of women and it, uh, it's, um, I don't know. Hold on. Can we back up a little bit? I got caught well, up on myself. Oh, that's okay. I also know that, um, you've been working on a book, a full length manuscript, and I know you had quite a few words written and I'm wondering how that's going. 
that is going slowly, but it is going. Um, I do try to work on that here and there when I'm not uh, writing poetry or I just started writing prose a little bit, um, like shorter, very short prose. <laughs> um, well, and uh, I saw that on, I saw that on Twitter that, that uh, you were writing some prose. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I just kind of sat down and all of a sudden it came out it, and I was like, this isn't poetry. What is this? Um, and I was like, I like it. Let's submit it and we'll see what happens. Um, but well, I wish you good luck with that. That'll be fun to see what happens. Yeah. Well, I mentioned, yeah. I mentioned you're on Twitter. Uh, I, would you mind sharing your social media contacts? your website so people can find more of your work and there's some other stuff on their website I want them to see too but would you mind sharing some of your social media links yeah absolutely so twitter you can find me at at lanny penlin so that's l-a-n-n-i-e-p-e-n-l-a-n-d and then I have a writer's website lannypenlin.weebly.com L-A-N-N-I-P-E-N-L-A-N-D dot Weebly, W-E-B-B, sorry, W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Okay. Yeah, one of the things I like about your website is um, you have a page, and I, I know we've talked about this before, but love notes to kindness. Mm -hmm. I think that's so awesome. There's one story on there that I just love and the premise is that you're just observing good things in the world. And that is something that we need so badly right now with the political environment, with just how you hear so many stories of the bad things that can happen, but to find the good things, something as simple as a father walking his daughter to school and observing that relationship. I love that you do that. Yeah, I, I think that's important to just kind of get out of yourself and get out of what's going on and just kind of be observant for one and see what kind of kindness is around you going on at all times. Well, I think that's really delightful. And I hope people take the time to go over, check out your website. And also, I encourage my listeners, go follow Lanny. She has some of the best Twitter posts out there. I get the biggest <laughs> kick out of them. And um, you can also follow her progress along because she'll post from time to time about where her stuff is being published, where you can find her and make sure if you follow her that you say hi, let her know you found her through, through Poet Kind Podcast. So, and Lanny, I think with that, we're going to um, not tempt the gods any further and <laughs> and and finish up our our interview so that we can end on a high note without losing our audio yet again all right so thank you so much lanny it was a delight it was a challenge but <laughs> i am so grateful that i finally got a chance to talk to you i am so happy to talk to you always happy to talk to you whether it's um just in on twitter or you know any other any other uh way but this was great too thank you so much for having me 
Please take a few moments to find Lanny on our social media. Say hi, let her know how you found her. Again, her info is at Lanny Penland for Twitter and LannyPenland.Weebly.com is her website. Make sure you follow her, stay up to date on where she'll be performing and where you can find her work. I'm going to close out today's episode a little differently. Poet Kind has been evolving in purpose and scope over the last season. One thing that has continued to rise to the top is the idea that we're all better together. I'm going to share a quick snippet from the book Eternal Echoes, Exploring Our Yearning to Belong by John O'Donohue. The hunger to belong is at the heart of our need. Cut off from others, we atrophy and turn in on ourselves. The sense of belonging is the natural balance of our lives. Mostly, we do not need to make an issue of belonging. When we belong, we take it for granted. There is some innocent, childlike side to the human heart that is always deeply hurt when we're excluded. Belonging suggests warmth, understanding, and embrace. No one was created for isolation. When we become isolated, we're prone to being damaged. Our minds lose their flexibility and natural kindness. We become vulnerable to fear and negativity. The sense of belonging keeps you in balance amidst the inner and outer immensities. The ancient and eternal values of human life, truth, unity, goodness, justice, beauty, and love are all statements of true belonging. They are also the secret intention and dream of human longing. Belonging has been a theme in just my personal readings over the last year, and it has crept into the ethos of poet kind. So my hope is that you find a welcome here, a creative hospitality here, a place you belong. The generative process is one of growth, and when we can share that without falling into the trap of comparison, we can find a place to belong. Let's continue to compare notes, not compare ourselves. Let's learn and grow together, shall we? That's it for today. Please follow Poet Kind on Instagram and Twitter. That's Poet Kind Podcast, all one word. Join the conversation, message us, and you can connect via email at poetkindpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your ideas, your thoughts, recommendations for guests, your poetry. We want to provide more of what you want to hear. And remember, if you like what you find here at Poet Kind, please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform. When you do this, it lets them know we're bringing something good to the table. So until next time, be generative, create the life you long for now, and enjoy your day.